The Small Business Show, episode 218 for Wednesday, April 10th, 2019. Greetings, folks, and welcome to The Small Business Show here at businessshow.co. The show BFA Small Business our sponsor for this episode is textexpander.com slash podcast. We'll tell you why you want to go there and what you get when you go there shortly. But here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And out on the West Coast, I'm Shannon Jean. How are you, man? I'm good. You sound uh, you sound pristine today, Mr. Shannon. Is that right? Jean. Yeah, wow, it sounds that's good. pretty good. I don't, I don't know that's why. Great. I don't know yeah, if I, I don't know good. if it's something I did on my end or you know if the 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 bandwidth gods are smiling yeah. upon us. Whatever it is, yeah, that good. works. I'm happy to be uh, heard. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That's why. Actually, that's what we're doing here. Yep. You got it. So, I, what's going on in uh, your neck of the woods? Uh, all kinds of things. It's crazy. It's you know we just tipped over from Q3 to Q, sorry, from Q1 to Q2. And so that always brings all kinds of crazy things in the, you know, consumer advertising business. It's weird how we focus on these, uh, you know, artificial, um, uh, you know, barriers or, or artificial tipping points of our, of our calendar and all that stuff. Like, but yeah. you know, it's, it's how it works. It's fine. It's, 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 it's cool. just how it goes. Yeah. No, it's yep. good. It's good. Awesome. I um, so you got I, I some stuff to, you want to I, start and talk about, right? I do. Well, a couple of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I wanted to share the hardest thing that I do every day, and I've realized this every day, and I've actually been thinking about this for a couple of weeks, and it's amazing that it doesn't really become any easier. And the hardest thing that I do every day is drink two glasses of water when I wake up. Like as soon as I wake up. I, I mean, I put on my clothes or whatever, and then I get to the kitchen and I drink two full glasses of water every morning. Just straight, just right to your head, straight, yeah. straight, no problem. Straight in. It is huh. so difficult. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I just huh. woke up, but, yeah, but it, yeah. like it, I've been doing this for months. It just doesn't get any easier. It's like if, and I, and I, I treat it like a system, like, you know, in the Scott Adams style, I give myself permission not to have them. But I do have to fill the glass, right? Like that's, okay. you know, that's my deal. And I can just not have it or whatever. And honestly, there are days, for example, tomorrow I have to drive down to Princeton, New Jersey, first thing in the in the morning. I am not going to drink two glasses <laughs> of water and get in the car. Right. right? Yeah. And, okay. I mean, there's a practical limitation there that, you know, biology gets in the way of. Uh, right. But- it, so, so I will give myself permission not to do it on any day tomorrow. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm not going to do it. Uh, but, uh, but by and large, I, I don't, I don't fail at this. I, I drink them, but man, it is so hard, but that's but interesting. It's, it gives me, su- it's so stupid because it gives me such a sense of accomplishment. Well, right that's, that's, that's good. At yeah. the beginning of the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Like, I like that it hasn't gotten any easier in a, in a twisted way because it's like, all right, if I can do this, then I'm good to go. I'll do whatever I want all day. Sort of teaches me that, you know, it reminds me, it doesn't teach me. It reminds me that there's no reason to procrastinate. Like once you do something, it's, it seems way easier than it, than it, than it felt like while you started trying to do it. So. Yeah. yeah. And if that, if that can give you that sense of accomplishment to start your day, it doesn't matter what it is. It's a great example how something simple can hack your, your brain and get you moving quickly. And, uh, I have some tricks like that too. And when I miss them, uh, I always am like, damn, you know, I, if I, if that's how I wanted to start, I wanted to get done 
get going and then roll on. But uh, it, those are great tricks. Yeah, it's just a, it, and it's them. like it's a. I didn't the night. I think the nice part about it is that it's an accidental trick, right? It's mm, something yeah. that I want to do. Like I know it's good for me to drink water, right? So I started doing it because because of that, not yeah. for any other reason. It's like, well, if I just start the day with two glasses, then I know I'll never get behind because I, I do drink water all day and. And uh-huh, that part's sure. fine, but it, you know, just kind of kickstarting the body and all that. It, it, for me, it works really well. And it has this added benefit of just not getting any easier, <laughs> which is That's great. Awesome. Yeah. Yep, yeah. It's really good. Awesome. It's really good. <laughs> Very cool. I heard a quote this weekend, my friend. Uh, I went with my son, well, this is going to sound weird to a, uh, it wasn't a tour, but it was a introduction to USC university of Southern California, but it was in uh, Boston. It was just at a hotel, okay. you know, and, and it, it was really, really well done. Um, they really gave us, you know, what, whatever flavor they wanted to communicate, but they gave us a flavor of USC, uh, even though we didn't get to go there and it was about two hours long or whatever. And, and it was broken up, you know, they, they did sort of a general presentation and then they did, uh, you know, breakouts for the different schools or whatever. And, and it was great. Uh, they have 20,000 students there, or as they like to say, 19,000 students because or 19,000 undergrads. I think they have another 25,000 graduate students, which is sort wow, of a, yeah. a weird ratio. Yeah. But, um, but you know, whatever it works, but they say 19 because uh, I think they, they feel like that sounds like they're, they can call themselves a smaller school than a 20,000 student ah, school, okay. uh, whatever. I think that's just marketing sure. speak. Yeah. But they did say something when we were talking to, we went to the the breakout group for one of the schools, which is the engineering school. And the guy that was doing that speech said, or, you know, that session or whatever you want to call it, said something that, that resonated with me. He said, we try to be as inefficient as possible when it comes huh. to, creating an education path. And he, and he said, we don't create, create an education for 19,000 students. We create an education for one student. And then we repeat that 19,000 times, which is really like, you know, we, we obsess about customer service here. And so in that same vein, that really resonated. It was like, okay, have your systems, have your paths, but don't try to homogenize it walk into each experience with the path that you want to take, but know that you are individualizing it for that person in that moment. And I think that's, that's really important. Idea. Yeah. Yeah. And a great thing to tell your customers in this case, potential customers, potential customers. That's right. Kids. Absolutely. And so they know that, I mean, if you're especially a larger business and, you know, you're, you're moving through things quickly, that that's a really interesting way to look at it. And, yep. and an interesting message, uh, to use as like a persuasion technique in this case. Right? Absolutely. They're, they're oh, it's a sales it pitch. Absolutely. Yeah. All day long. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. That's pretty- but it, but it did resonate and it, it, it is one of those things. If you, if you have a business where hopefully you are already customer service focused and you're starting to grow and your customers are going to be aware that you are growing, this is the kind of thing that you can communicate to them like, hey, look, no customer service is at the core of what we do. We are not trying to, you know, create a, a scenario that works for 200 customers if you only have 100 now, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, right. But we are trying to we have created a scenario that works for one customer. We've already repeated it 100 times. Now we're just going to repeat it another 100 
And I we like try that. to be as inefficient as possible. I just like that because it, it seems so counterintuitive that it gets your attention. It, and yeah, that's it, it's a little bit wrong. Right. Yeah. And that, that that gets your attention. I like yeah. that. Yeah. It's a little yeah. bit wrong. I like it. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I stole that from Scott Adams. Sorry. He always says that. He does. You know, he'll go, true. He'll go, well, yeah. yeah he'll, he'll, he'll comment on a, someone's comment that they made or a tweet or something like that. And he goes, see how it's just a little wrong. That's what gets your attention like that. In this case, I think that's good because you would think with a massive school, uh, you know, very successful, well-known, you know, like USC, that they would want to be super efficient. Right. But in, in they're telling you the opposite and you're kind of going, huh, that's weird. And you pay attention. And it, it, yeah, it commute. I mean, it immediately communicates. We know we're big, but we really are still customer focused. Like yeah, that, that's, that's the message that it communicated. Now, whether that's true or just BS because it's sales pitchy, well, whatever, you know, that's fine. Yeah, yeah that's, there's nothing that's wrong great. with that. Yeah, it, yeah. At least they said it. Like it shows I that like they're it. aware yeah. of it. Like it, even yeah. if it turns out to be BS, it's probably less BS than the school that doesn't even care about it at all. Right. Yes. <laughs> it, yes. You know, that's so, correct. Yeah. So, somebody believes it. So somebody you know, it, believes it. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's very cool. Yep. I like it. I like it. You have something uh, going on that related I, I, to our last topic in our interview last week with Brian O'Connell, right? Yeah, we I, I, a couple of things I want to talk about, uh, and before we get in kind of our main topic, one is the the fifty fifty partnership. You know, you asked Brian uh, O'Connell from Maris Water Solutions, said, oh, will, "Will you ever do another fifty fifty partner?" And you know, he's immediately said, "No," <laughs> you know, very yeah, quick. Couldn't have been faster. Uh, yep. Yeah, couldn't have faster. And and it is, you know. Uh, it does bring up a lot. There's a lot of challenges with having, a, you know, a, a equal partner and just two of them. It's much e- in many ways. It's easier to manage when you have three because uh, you have that odd uh, number out and it, it, you can kind of play off that. And so, you know, maybe. what are maybe <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I, don't, I'm not I have a huge. big asterisk yeah. to serve on that one, but it's OK. Yeah, yeah, it can. It can. It can. But, but it, yeah. Yeah. In this case, like my, my focus was like, OK, yeah, how do you. Uh, resolve, you know, when things don't go well, that's, you know, that's it, what you're looking at with any of yeah, these scenarios. Right. Yeah. And, and, and I have a, a partnership now and, you know, in the beginning, uh, this, this new venture that I started last year and uh, I'm working with a great guy, super talented. And in the beginning, when we set things up, it, it was going to be, I was going to be kind of advising and doing a little bit less and providing some uh, resources and, and things. So, you know, it was, a. Uh, it's like, look, you, you're, you're more, uh, you're running things. You're more the operating partner. So you're going to get, you know, your, your ownership will be higher. Higher this kind than of the 50%. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, like, of like, you know, 60, 40 or whatever it was. And so that result, okay, that's just the way it works. And uh, I felt like that was good. But as we've kind of, uh, uh, let's see, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, it's pivot, but I don't really like that word that much, but we're adapting the yeah, but, business because we're developing a system, right? Yeah, you've, you're and, evolving things is what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. we're evolving. We're, we are not, uh, we're not in love with uh, specific outcomes. We're not getting hung up on that uh, on a specific outcome. So we're changing to take advantage of some other opportunities, but it will require me to be a little bit more involved or uh, a lot of bit more involved. So we're, sure. we, you know, it's like, ah, we, we have to go to 50, 50. And so when I was uh, amending the working agreement uh, that we've talked about here on the show a lot, I, I was trying to come up with a, uh, especially after hearing that comment uh, last week, it just reminded me that, you know, we, I got to add a, a, a phrase in here that will uh, help resolve anything 
that that may come up. And so, uh, you know, I just thought I'd talk about it today. Um, you know, basically what I did is I introduced a section on dis, you know, dispute resolutions and what we would do in the event that we both disagreed and we were stuck. And, uh, you know, those things happen <laughs> more, yes. more often than, oh, than yeah. you're not. Well, right? you have to, you have, you can't account for every scenario, That's but right. you can try and describe what, you know, conflict or, or, or divorce looks like. Yeah, you, you know, right. you're yeah. not going to get it right because you're not there, but at least you can agree at the start how you're going to approach those things if and when they happen, which they will. Yeah, and, you they know. will but you, hopefully you'll be able to then reach a resolution where divorce doesn't happen. Right. Right. But Correct. you need that. So in this case, I basically described a situation where we would both, uh, you know, use a third party, you know, service and we would hire someone and uh, we would both agree that that person, the independent of either of us, it wouldn't be a recommendation from me or from from them. Yeah. And that person would have a vote, which would make the third vote. And each of us would have a vote. Uh-huh. And that person would be uh, represent be the representative of the business interest only. Oh, that's and, great. Right. Because you guys yeah. each have, you bring your own baggage as everyone correct, does. Correct. Right? We represent ourselves, our own interests, right? Yep. Like we, like, like we all do. So this person and I, and I just, you know, in, in a conversation off the, out of the working agreement, it's like, look, we just go on Yelp and search for whatever. Or, I mean, there's a million attorney referral services and sure. we just go, great. Here's five. I pick these five. You pick one out of them, right? That way yeah. you kind of make it to where it's completely independent go out and say, look, we need some help with this dispute resolution. You get a vote. And, uh, every, you know, we look at the issue, describe it. I mean, it's almost like a mediation, uh, you yeah, know, it's, it's like thing. describing a very efficient mediation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. But it's private. It's just for us. And, it's and private. The thing, right. Yeah. Right. You tell the attorney, it's like, okay. And maybe it's not even an attorney. It doesn't have to be, it could be some other kind of professional. Sure. It could be a business, uh, somebody else that owns a business. I you just, you just never know. Um, but someone you can both agree on and, you know, an attorney is an easy way to do that. And uh, one person, like I said, picks the list and the other one picks the the uh, specific person would be fine. Um, so anyway, I just thought I'd mention that because I'm hoping, number one, I'm hoping I don't have to ever do it. But number right. two, that it would be a good way to uh, resolve any of those situations. That's really smart, man. Yeah, yeah, and I would okay. even say, you know, I, I and I, I alluded to a, a scenario where even with a three-way, uh, we had I had done a three-way partnership that went totally sideways, um, and part of the pro- I mean the problem was that the three of us couldn't agree on on how to move forward, obviously, yeah. but right. the the issue was in order to. It, at the outset, what we decided was, OK, well, we have to have unanimity amongst the three of us, which really is the same as a 50 50 partnership. Right. If, if you don't have unanimity, you're at, at, in a logjam. Yes, you and are. The assumption, the, the failed, the incorrect assumption was that by requiring unanimity amongst the three of us, we would be able to talk it out and and, you know, amongst the three of us sort of sort things out. Well, that. Obviously, it didn't work in this scenario. It wound up in lawsuits and log jams and, you know, the right. value of the business didn't go where it should have, et cetera, et cetera. Your scenario here would have likely worked for that 
by saying, if we hit a log jam, it doesn't matter how yeah. many people there are. Right? I'm just abstracting that's, the that's concept. That's true. You're right. It's yep. if there's a log jam, then we bring in someone that represents the business. Right. And man, that what a smart like that's the key phrase. There is someone to represent the interests of the business. And I could even see going a little bit further and perhaps you do this at the time. I don't know if you need to like codify this ahead of time, but if there is some dispute, maybe it needs to be agreed that whomever is chosen cannot do work for any of the, the partners for a period of oh, you yeah. know, two years after, Absolutely. right? Yeah. Because you could, I mean, you could take a deal on the side and say, Hey, okay, look of the five yeah. of you, uh, if I pick, you know, or you're, or you're the one picking, right? So you go to number three and you're like, okay, well, all five of these people are already approved by the person that I'm not agreeing with. I go to number three and I say, hey, I've got this other project I need to hire somebody for. And it's going to be very lucrative. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll hire you if you, if things go my way. And if they don't, then maybe we don't see eye to eye and I don't want to hire you. Right. I mean, you could even do it in a way that's, that's not necessarily uh, you know, breaking the rules, but, but having a rule where it's like, okay, and neither one of us can hire this person again for, you know, two years yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And, Just and to that's I like. keep it fair. Yeah. Yeah. And most attorneys that you talk, cause I've had this experience before where I'd be like, Hey, can you help me with this thing? And the, and our, you know, corporate attorney would say, you know, I really can't because I represent the, the company, right. but I'll, I'll refer you to someone that can help you with that. And that that's what you want. You want that independent, uh, you know, yeah, somebody to just come in. Yeah. yeah. Look, look at the situation and all they're really doing it, it, you know, in most cases is uh, venturing an opinion on what they think is in the best interest of the company to move forward. So that's right. Yeah. That's yeah. all. They're, yeah. They're just sharing an opinion. That's correct. Yep. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, you're I mean, asking that, if, if you guys can't. And then after that, if, 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 you know, uh, you're going to vote. He could have his opinion or her opinion could be different from both of you. Right. Yes. Uh, or, or the three of you, however many parts you have. Yeah. Um, but at least it's what I found is that oftentimes it's just the exercise of going through these things that helps to resolve the problem because frequently it's the, it's lack of communication because you can kind of see problems coming down the road, right? L long, long way down the road. And you go, boy, this is tough. This person doesn't want to hear anything yeah. or, or maybe I'm the person that doesn't, you know, you, you can kind of get the sense of how things are going. So it, frequently it is that we're just not communicating and maybe this third party can come in and help break that log jam so one or both of you can say hey you know yeah we're not we're being an idiot we're being we're idiots going, yeah, yeah, I yeah mean, let's, in, let's change this in know? general if you have to pull that person in you're sort of accepting implicitly at the very least that you're being an idiot like uh, you know <laughs> like there's well, there's an emotional component at that point right from and there is. you yes. know it, it, it's hard to see uh, you know the forest from the trees and all of that but generally speaking yeah it, that, that's what's yep. going on. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Yep. That's cool. I cool. have one more topic after I think you want to do something here. I and do. Then, uh, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's I want to, well, I want to talk about our, our sponsor and then, yeah. uh, and then we have boomerang employees to, to talk about. We do. As well. and I have, before we hit boomerang, I have one thing that, uh, uh I want to go over really quick too. Great. About, uh, yeah. So. Okay. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Cool. Well, our, our sponsor, as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, the URL is what I mentioned and that's text slash podcast. 
Text Expander is a utility slash service that both Shannon and I use separately in our businesses and our personal lives. And I mean, it's just it allows you to take all of those things that you would have to type out or copy from an old email and paste into a new email. You keep them in your text expander database and you can either invoke them with a click of a mouse or even better, a short little keystroke. Hence, text expander. You type this little thing and it expands into this bit of text that you have perfected and crafted and even synced amongst your entire team. And now text expander 6.5 for Mac OS and 2.0 for Windows sports an entirely new visual editor for snippets. What this means is your snippets are your text. You can put little variables into them like the current date or the contents of the clipboard, right? So things can get really interesting. It used to be that you had to know, okay, I'll do like, you know, percent you or something for the, you know, this URL or something like that. I can't even remember because I always had to look it up. Well, now in the editor, you can just drag these things around. It's all visual, all way easier. And so you can edit your snippet fill-ins with dates and date math, little nested snippets where you've got one inside the other. You can insert words, phrases, forms, templates, and more with just a couple of clicks everywhere you type. It's really, really simple and super powerful. It's exactly what we're talking about here. We're efficiency freaks, right? Text expander allows us not only to be efficient, but accurate because oftentimes efficiency turns into rushing and rushing turns into, as my, as a former attorney used to say, he says, Haste makes malpractice. Well, nah. that that applies here, right? When you're trying to get something out, if you're just going quickly, you can make mistakes. Text Expander keeps you from making those types of mistakes. It's really, really awesome. So 20% off your first year is available if you go to textexpander.com slash podcast. That's why you want to go there. Right when you get there, you'll be able to pick small business show from the list. So you'll be able to tell them that we sent you, but go to textexpander.com slash podcast. That's where you can download and sign up and all the things that you need to do. That's your starting point for your experience with text expander. I can't, like I'm happy to have them as a sponsor. We would be telling you about them as a sponsor, but I can also recommend them. It's just Awesome, and I couldn't live without it. And our thanks to Text Expander for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, it's an incredible app. I don't know how I would live without it. No, it's fantastic. No, I'd, yeah. I'd write my own if if Text Expander <laughs> went right. away. I'd just write my own like that. Yeah, that it yeah. would be worth taking the time to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah. It wouldn't be nearly as pretty as what they've got. Yeah, but yeah. it would be functional, and and that's what <laughs> I need. So, but I'm yeah. I don't want them to go away. I'm happy to to yeah. No, this is a good yeah, thing. They're awesome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. So we had some uh, questions in the at the small business uh, support group. It's uh, you can go to businessshow.co slash Facebook and it'll route you over there. And and one one listener asked us to expand a little bit more on the outsourcing as a method of delegating. And you know, and and I was just spend, want to spend a few minutes on it. And I think basically what you ask yourself, you know, what is the what is your core competency? What expertise are you bringing to your business that no one else can do, right? And, and you're, you want to stay as focused of, on that as possible. And anything else, you need to consider delegating or outsourcing to someone else. And especially outsourcing if you're on your own, 
maybe you don't have employees, uh, you know, you're, you're using contractors or you're growing or you don't want to hire an, another employee. Outsourcing still is a, you know, a great solution. And I, I've talked to people before and like, well, I just can't afford it. I, I don't want to spend the money. But if you think about that, that 10, 1000 rule that oh, yeah. uh, we've been talking about that Joseph Stewart from uh, Mac outlet and felt that we had on uh, last month, I believe, he, you know, are you doing $10 an hour work or a $1,000 an hour work? Well, if it's, if it's not where you want to be and you can hire somebody, you, you should really look at it. And, and it is relatively inexpensive, you know, sites like Fiverr and Upwork can really help you as well as, uh, you know, we've had a number of people on the show that are HR experts that do outsource HR accounting, yeah. all kinds of stuff that you can go search our archives at businessshow.co and look up resources. And, you know, especially stuff like graphic design, web design, programming, like I said, HR and accounting, social media. I mean, are, are you going to sit, at, uh, are you going to try to figure out Facebook, you know, ads and marketing and all that kind of stuff on your own? Is that your, what you're good at? Probably not. And it's, and it's not that expensive to get some help to come do it. No, um, and if, even if you are the type of person where you feel like, and you probably are, if someone were to show you how to do this stuff, you could do it. There's two questions, yep. right? First of all, you need someone to show you. And then secondly, even once they do it back to your point, is it worth your time to do it? And the answer to the second part, maybe yes, right? Your could Facebook advertising might become your $1,000 an hour work, right? Yeah. Like it yeah. really truly could be. Uh, I know Ryan Stuman, who we interviewed the hardcore closer, uh, yeah. I think last year, he manages his own Facebook advertising and and he sees it as $1,000 an hour work. So for him, yeah. it makes sense, but he had to learn it somewhere. And if you don't already know how to do it, then it's worth hiring somebody for $10 an hour or maybe even $30 an hour yeah, to do it right. for a little while, come up with a strategy. Once you begin to grok it and you want to take over, well, there's nobody out there that says you can't, you know, and you can treat this stuff like, like lessons that also sure. are productive. So, yeah. yeah. And I, I like to, I, I really enjoy getting into this stuff too, you know, and, and learning it. But I, I, have forced myself to learn just enough uh, about it so I can understand it. Yeah. Then I can go, okay, I'm going to hire somebody to do this now. That's much better at it than I am, but at least I kind of know how it works so I can have a discussion about it and what we're trying to achieve and what the capabilities are. Uh, you know, outsourcing, we talk about it here all the time. One of our recent sponsors, you know, is Abby connect. It's like, answer your phone. Should you be answering your phone? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> Unless, yeah, right. you know, I mean, you should be out hustling, doing other stuff, driving new business, closing sales. Are you going to really want to take every cold lead phone call that comes in? I don't think that's a, a great use of your time. Um, and there's so many resources out there for you to choose from. You can really be selective, you know, read reviews, ask your peers and other business people for referrals. Uh, like I said, search our archives. I mean, you, you really owe it to yourself to look at any opportunity that you have to, uh, you know, delegate that information out. And if you're a small business with, you know, just a single owner operator, which I, I love, there is, you know, there's a great book uh, about, you know, million dollar businesses. And I, I have to find the link to it and put it in the notes uh, run by soul solopreneurs. They call them, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I think that's awesome. Especially, I mean, at this stage, you know, having recently sold a, a, a company with a bunch of employees and all this kind of stuff. And I love that too, but I am also enjoying 
launching businesses now on a smaller scale. And I'm constantly reminded how much often, much more of the profit uh, trickles down to your own pocket when there's not a huge infrastructure uh, built around it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. 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 So that's my take on the outsourcing. If you have other questions, feel free, you know, to uh, send us a uh, email feedback at businessshow.co or ask the question in the support group at businessshow.co slash feedback. Yeah. And thanks Scott for, for reminding us to to not miss that one. That's yeah. That was a good one. Yep. Definitely. (laughs) Cool. What's next? Boomerang employees. This uh, is a term that I did not know existed until I was in the midst of of, of considering this. Uh, so the idea is that sometimes someone leaves your company and comes back to work for you again in the future. Uh, sometimes people leave and they're not invited back, nor are they welcome. And that's OK. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, it, it. you need to bear that in mind as we have this discussion. It, it, there's no um, as as I've said many times. When you have an employee, either one of you can decide to end the relationship, but right. only together can you decide to continue or start or in this case, renew the relationship. Right. So don't feel pressure just because someone might become available again. Uh, in fact, I would say if you're considering hiring someone that has worked for you, start down the path by thinking this isn't going to work. Hmm. And and the reason I advise that is because it didn't work in the past. Something about oh, it didn't yeah, work. Yeah. Right. For you or for them, right? For you or for them, or perhaps yeah. both, right? But yeah. it ended. Yeah. So wh- why did it end? And that's really the first question you need to get to. And I, you know, so I I I have done this, right? I had an employee, uh actually I had several employees leave last year, but but one of them has now come back and and it is fantastic. It worked out really well, but it was a very diligent, deliberate and slow process that 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 got us here. And the first part of it was to revisit that exit interview where because this person chose to leave, it, it wasn't yeah. me firing them and letting them go. This person chose to leave, which it, which is going to happen. It's fine. You know, sure. um, I don't hold grudges for that kind of stuff. There's other things I'll hold grudges for. But but by and large, not that like that's OK. But when, and, and when he left, I asked him, I, I said, OK, why are you leaving? And we had this discussion. He didn't really have any specific answers and nor could I, you know, like twist his arm to give them to me. You know, it was like, well, whatever. OK, great. But off you go. Well, I I suggest that if you are going down that path, start and someone sounds like they might be coming back. The first conversation is to resume the last conversation, assuming you had it. And and it's to really dig into that exit interview, because now you can't you do have the ability to really dig and and you know virtually twist arms you don't actually want to twist someone's arm that's probably a bad way right. to resume a relationship but yes. uh <laughs> yeah but you know digging in and saying okay what you know what was it and really dig and and this is one of those scenarios where i think it's okay to let yourself overanalyze things, you know, because you might not get all the straight answers. The person might not even know all the straight answers or certainly might not know how to articulate them in a way that's going to be helpful to you. But intuit things, interpret things, obsess a little bit about them, because you really want to make sure that if you do open this door again, 
that you're not going to find yourself in the same spot because that's a huge waste of time for everybody. Yeah, it is. Right. Yep. Yeah. You don't want to come back and recreate the environment that caused that person to leave. That's right. You're looking, you know, what, what, what are we going to do different? And I, I really like the idea of engaging with the, uh, the former employee and getting their input into that so that they can get, you, know, you get that buy-in with them. It's like, okay, well, cause it's not going to be the same, right? Well, if it is, you've, I think you're lying to yourself. It, Correct. It, and, and especially if it actually is the same, because what you're lying to yourself about there is that it's going to last. Now, there, there are, of course, exceptions to all of these things that we're saying. If somebody left because they had a major disruption in their personal lives or their family right. or whatever, like that's different than I left to go work somewhere else. OK, right. So obviously you need to go in with the awareness of, of why. But that's exactly it. Right. You know, if, if, yeah. if the reason they left was because they had this major family event. Well, is it over? Like that's, that's a fair question to ask yeah. at that point. Is that done? Did, that, is, yeah, yeah, did yeah. it resolve in a way that, that frees you up both time-wise and, and sort of, you know, intellectually, can you, can you re-engage here or is, is there still this thing that's sort of dragging you out the door? And, um, and that's, that's a fair question to ask, but to your point about it being the same, I think the best scenario is to redefine the new position for yeah, this person, it, you know, if you're bringing them back to do the same thing, that's that to me, that's that's a recipe, certainly yeah, for for our scenarios. Yeah, you got to change it up at least a little bit. And in our our first conversations that, that we started having about this, uh, the first thing he said was, well, if I'm going to come back and do the same job that I was doing full time, I, I don't see that as a full time job. I think that's a half time job. I was like, wow, okay, that, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, it was interesting, it was enlightening, but it also was informative that, okay, he's thinking about this as from, from the right perspective, like he's not just looking to, you know, turn the, turn the switch back on again. Yeah, that's it's right. like, that's okay, really yeah, it was, it was a good sign. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and if they are coming back to do the same thing, you know, you got to ask that question again. It, this again, just requires a lot of sort of introspection and self-awareness. Like, why is it going to be different this time? And if you can't answer that question, then make it different, change something, you know, yeah. and, yeah. and, and don't expect it to be the same. And, and, you know, that, that, well, it, by, that feeds into a couple other things that we're going to talk about, but do you have any, any other thoughts about that? So, uh, yeah, I, I, I think that, um, I, I've done this too, several okay. times Okay, and yeah. I've had it, had it work, uh, before and I've had it not work before. Sure. And, and I do really think a lot of it hinges on that transparency, uh, of the conversation you have with this person. And I do believe uh, it does need to be in a different role because, um, you know, when employees leave, you often uh, find out lots of different things, right? Yes. Uh, about <laughs> about how they were doing, what the job was. Uh, and and uh, like to your point, you know, in your experience or the the, uh, the person to their credit said, hey, I think that I could probably do this half time. Well, you may have people working for you now that think like that, but they're not going to come tell you, right? Right. But here's here's an opportunity that you say, oh, okay, cool. So, what do you want to do halftime? Because people leave for all kinds of reasons. Not, I mean, it's not always money. It, a lot of it is fulfillment. And are they happy? And are they being challenged? And is it? Uh, are they learning new things? And and it's often that 
they, they're not. So they're like, well, I'm going to go learn something else. Da, da, right. da, da. Uh, so now is your opportunity to say, okay, how do we structure this? And what do you want to do? And, and where's, is there an opportunity in the organization to do that? Um, I've had difficulty with like managers and supervisors that want to come back and step right back into the same role. Yeah. That, that's hard um, because you may have already moved someone else into that position. Probably have. Uh, maybe you eliminated that position. I, I was going to, you may have realized you didn't need that position, <laughs> yeah. but you needed something else. And and yeah. that totally yeah. happened with me. Uh, uh, yeah. I, you know, it was like, I, cause I, I inherited that job and realized that uh, honestly, a good chunk of it was irrelevant, uh, right. you know, and, and then also realized that some of it was necessary. Like we were leaving some money on the table. It was like, okay. So when he came back and said, I think this really is a part-time job. It's like, okay, you just, I, I, you may not have articulated it the same way I would have, but you just described exactly the same conclusion I came to that yeah, only part scary. of that job was valuable for this business. Now, yeah. you, you know, maybe 10 years ago it was all valuable, but now it's not. And, and that was a very, um, that was a very interesting, again, a very positive thing. It was like, okay, I'm feeling good about this. Like we're, yeah, that, that's a, a great way to start the conversation versus, Hey, I want to come back and, you know, I want to, I want the same job. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and I, I have, I think there's definite pros and cons, you know, it's great. You have somebody that kind of is already trained and kind of know, knows how things work. They understand your culture. Um, you, you kind of know what you're getting. It's a known yes. commodity. And other thing I really like about it is I think it sends a very positive message to your other employees. Uh, as long as it's not a disruptive employee, right, that of you've course. gotten rid of or something. But of if course. it was somebody that was loved in the in the organization and you had a, you know, a going away party or whatever, barbecue, that kind of thing, people are happy uh, as they should be uh, because people are always going to leave your your business and you it's always going to gonna happen. You've got to always embrace it. Yep. yep. Yeah. So your other people see, oh, wow, you know, so-and-so left, took a chance, tried something new, didn't really work out. But look, now they're able to come back. I mean, that's really cool. And, you know, it, you can use it as a, a lesson to encourage people to learn new things. Hopefully they'll do it and apply those new skills within your own yes, business. Lo locally, not externally. Locally, that's right. But, that's right. But, but if but, they can't, that's okay, too. That's okay, too. You're yeah. right. That's it. That's the cycle. And and the other thing I like about it is uh it, it can help with continuity with customers. If that person, again, had good relationships with customers, you can say, oh, you know, so-and-so's come back and Absolutely. we're really happy to, ha really happy to have them. And the, the, I think those are great. Um, there's some cons though. And, and I know this is going to kind of sound draconian, but, uh, you know, when that person left, if you brought someone else in or if you move someone within your organization into that spot, you might have a different salary level now right oh, yeah because you know when you hire maybe a new person you're maybe you're not you're, you want to give them room to scale up over time so you're maybe not paying it or maybe you know i'm gonna have to train them more da, 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 whatever or if you have a person moving laterally or up maybe they're not going to make the same salary as this person that was there you have to consider that yeah and now um, this person's stepping into a role that by yeah. definition is worth less not less. and i've done that but yeah. we're no, no, not worthless. <laughs> That's yes. right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Space important. Yeah. Um, and I, I've had a hard time, and I had, I had a just a great guy that I really liked, and I wanted to come back and do a, a different role. And 
he really had a hard time with it. And he, he was very honest with, he's like, you know, I have, I'm having a hard time. My wife uh, is really upset that I'm getting offered less, you know? And I was like, Oh, I, you know, I totally get it. You, You have to be comfortable with your spouse and your significant other and talk about these kinds of things. And I said, but here's why, you know, you're going to be doing a different job. It has less responsibility it has, uh, you know, you can go home at five o'clock and not think about it anymore and this kind of thing. So once you ex- we explained it, and this person wound up coming back and uh, it worked out great. But that is something, a hurdle that you may have to get over. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, you you glossed over it or you mentioned it, uh, but training is yeah. an interesting thing because when you bring someone back, especially if at least part of what they're doing, and that's certainly the case with, with this, I'm, I'm gonna, I've got more to say about that, but uh, if, if part of what they're doing is part of what they previously did, well, there is a temptation not to retrain that person. And there's yeah, a practical reality that that for some things they truly don't need to be retrained. But my advice is be really diligent and a little bit OCD about this as you go through what their job's going to be. Think about where you want to retrain them. Uh, you know, because you may, even if nothing in your infrastructure or with your customers changed, if you, if, unless you completely ignored this entire job, the entire time the person was gone, you are probably as a business doing something different than this person did. And if you are successful at it, then you need this new person to come in and take over from there, not from where they were when they left off. Yeah, and, see, that could be a, a negative. I mean, yeah, I, I had it down as a positive, but it could be a negative, right? It uh, needs to it, be. the it, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It, can, it can be both. And, uh-huh. and here's the thing. You as the boss, you're busy. So there is this temptation to just say, OK, well, just do do it the way you used to do it. It's fine. Yeah. I don't need to spend the time to train you. And man. Like that's, that's a, a point. really slippery slope. It, yep. it really is. Yep, Because yeah, you, you can rewind yourself back and, and maybe rewinding back is a good thing in, in you know, in, in whatever scenario. But if it's not, you need to really be intentional about this. And yeah, yeah it's much Otherwise harder uh, yeah. than bringing on a new employee where, you know, you have to train them. Right. And you get to train them because they have no preconceived notions about how to do things, at least at, not at your business. So. Yeah, it needs to yeah, be the right points. person. It it yeah, is that, really what it true. comes down to. And and I my uh my advice along, you know, these lines is build some check-ins into the process. Like, okay, I'm going to show you how we're doing things different now. And obviously, you know, I I think of this like a programmer. All I need to do is show you the delta, right? You know where we were, so I don't have to show you any of that. I'm just showing you what's different. Okay. And that's fine. That's efficient. No, like all good. But check in a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later, four weeks later, and be upfront, like, and make the decision together that we are going to check in to make sure that I haven't missed anything And you're not just reverting to the default that, you know, from before, because for some things, the default, you know, from before is exactly what we want you to do. And in many things, it's not. And these are all okay, Right. You know, and my guess is, you know, again, in the right scenario, whoever you've brought back in is going to embrace that. Right. Like, uh, okay, I left for a reason. 
this is great. My, the job I'm doing is different. Okay. That's good. Um, but you, you have to be sensitive to all of that. Otherwise I I, I, I think, you know, it might, it might work for a short period of time, but then it's just going to fizzle out. Um, but yeah. uh, And and we talk about it a lot, um, uh, you know, offline a bit about how, you know, sometimes reinvigorates people when things change. I mean, I love change. I'm, I'm a huge fan of it. And so when people leave for in positive things and negative, whatever, if they're going to something different or better, uh, it it can reinvigorate your organization and and yourself, right? Because you're forced to step in and, Oh, I gotta, I gotta jump in back and connect with these customers or start this new thing or come up with a new way to do things. And I, I like that often, you know? So I'm I'm always hesitant to give that up. It's like, oh, so and so wants to come back. It, you know, can we do it in such a way that it's it's not going to uh, take away what we've had to deal with? Let's say, like the last few months or something like that. Um, the longer they're gone, I think the more open they are to, hey, things are different now. Yep, we don't do it. We don't do it this way. We do it this way. Are you willing to? But if it's you know three months or six months, I mean that 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 can be. Uh, I think a it can be difficult to make sure they're on board. And I think the key is, uh, as you mentioned, is really just, you know, having those transparent conversations and making sure it's the right person in your case that, you know, mentioned, Hey, it's, this is a part-time gig. What else can I do? The other half that that's a huge, uh, sign in the right direction. Yep, exactly. Well, and you know, it's interesting. He was okay coming back as a part-timer. He did not oh. want to come back as a full-timer with the responsibilities to do that job, That's which awesome. I thought was, which was great. And up until I'll say the day before, that's probably not quite right. But up until the day before he started, the plan was for him to come back as a part-timer. And we had one final conversation and it hit me like it all sort of came together And one of the reasons that I've intuited that he left, he said some things that sort of led down this path. He didn't quite say this, but I I think our growth was happening more slowly than he was comfortable with. And, and, and therefore it was like, Oh, that company over there is growing faster. I need to join that Uh, train before I miss out. Totally understandable, like no problem. And he's not wrong. And, And perhaps again, this is why I'm reading this into it. I certainly would agree that our growth wasn't happening as quickly as it could be. You know, other things were going on. I mean, I could come up with a million reasons that are all quite valid, but but the reality, the result was we weren't growing as, as fast as we could. And it hit me. It's like, wait a minute. I need to spend more time working on the business than in the business. And one of those things is to take the eye out of it. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. need to be the one spending more time working I don't need to be the only one spending more time working on the business. We just need to be working on the business more. And it was like, wait a minute, I'm about to hire somebody who's going to sort of naturally find something to do with the other half of their time. Right. It's like, wait a minute. I know what to do with the other half of their time. Like, this is really obvious suddenly. And so it's like, okay. This business development stuff, the growth stuff that needs to happen that hasn't been happening. Well, let's put some of that in your court and make you a full timer. And 
he couldn't have been happier about this. I mean, it That's really, yeah, yeah, it was perfect. It was like, oh, but it, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, it takes a little while for these sometimes for me anyway, it takes a little while for these things to, you know, oh, percolate and develop and process. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is super simple. Why didn't we do this 10 years ago? Well, you know, hindsight. Yeah. But, yeah. Yep. Everything, everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a reason. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. That, that's so cool. It was, so it was I, really I, interesting. Yeah, that is. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I, w- I still would be uh, of a mind if somebody asked me, you know, hey, would you rehire other employees? I, I, I think it could be mostly a positive thing, but it really depends on the person and it depends on how you handle it and how you structure it. Um, but I think it's a, I think it could be a good thing for your company. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But you could just have to be aware. Like self-awareness, we talk a lot about self-awareness here and I'm somebody that obsesses over it. I don't get it right. Probably I don't even get it right half the time, but I at least am trying. And, And I think that's the key, especially in these scenarios. Honestly, it's the key with hiring anyone. Stop and ask yourself, why am I excited about hiring this person? Just be aware of why you're making the decision because with a boomerang hire, if the reason is, well, it's way easier than hiring somebody that doesn't know my business. Oh, man. No. Yeah. That's not the right. Yeah. That's yeah, a that's warning right. sign. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm glad it's working out. And so far, uh, so good. Yeah. It's been yeah. Uh, about a month and a half now, actually. So, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. That's, that's good. Really great. Yeah. Good. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Uh, we certainly appreciate it. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Text Expander. And again, uh, feedback at businessshow.co or visit us in the small business support group at businessshow.co slash Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. Hey, Shannon, keep living that charmed life, man. I'm working on it. Ha, same. 